You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, July 23rd in the year 2021. And on this feel good Friday, no matter if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast or if you're watching us on YouTube or WKYC.com, I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes a part of your day. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JSteven07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked On Buckeye lined up for today. We will discuss and preview day two of Big Ten Media Days. Jay has five questions for Mr. Ryan Day. And we will also relay who I think, and Jay will relay who, who he thinks will be QB1 at Ohio State going into week number one of this year's football season. But before we get to any of that, I want to remind you to make sure you check out the live NBA Draft Show. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursday was a a highly anticipated day for many people around the Big Ten football community because it was the kickoff and the start of the Big Ten media days. There are two things that stuck out to me. There are statements that came out of the mouths of two individuals, one, Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, and the other, Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of the team up north. Yes, there were other coaches that spoke, Mike Loxley from Maryland, who didn't get anybody, nobody asked him one question. I was told, uh, I talked to somebody actually when I was there who actually had their hand up, but the people, the moderator, the person that was picking out who was going to ask each question did not see him possibly because of where the individual was seated at Lucas Oil Stadium. You had P.J. Fleck, who I surely love, and I really enjoy his energy, his enthusiasm, his excitement for simply being the head coach and a football coach at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, Scott Frost from Nebraska, James Franklin from Penn State. I'm trying to think if I forgot anybody. There's somebody else. I know there is Brett Bielema from Illinois. There's somebody else I'm forgetting, and it's not on my mind. Forgive me. But on Today, Friday, I will set on tomorrow, but on today, on Friday, there's a whole, there's several more football coaches that will be speaking. And I wonder if they're going to make any type, any type of statement like what Kevin Warren made and what Jim Harbaugh made. Kevin Warren, when he was up to speak and he had about 25, 26 minutes before taking any questions, a lot of fluff, a lot of things that were just talking to talk and didn't really answer a lot of the questions that were being asked of him uh, Thursday at the start of the Big Ten Media Days. But he made a comment and said that if he had to go back and change anything that happened last year. Now, the question was regarding COVID and the way that he handled and responded to that. He stated, Kevin Warren, that is, stated that he would not change a thing. Now, I don't know if that is him believing that that was a – that it surely sounds like that he believes that was the right course of action no matter what. I, I, I don't know – 
And I can't say that I do believe or I don't believe how Kevin Warren lives his life because I have never shook his hand or talked to him personally. The first time I was in the same building, the same room as him was on yesterday. But I'm very, very curious with Kevin Warren and how it is that he's going to go about. And is he somebody that makes a decision, goes a little bit further with said decision, goes back on that decision and cancels the decision he just made? and then decides to go back and change very, very quickly to join the crowd. That's really what it seemed like. I I don't know him personally. That, to me, just seemed very, very odd to make a statement. Now, if you believe that wholeheartedly, that is you. But that just seems very, very odd that you're perfectly fine being indecisive and being reactionary instead of being proactive in the way you handle the COVID. And it surely seemed like right now things may be a little bit more reactionary instead of proactive as far as how they're going to handle the COVID this upcoming season. The other statement came from Jim Harbaugh, of course. Good old Jimbo, as Jay likes to call him here on this year's podcast. Good old Jimbo got up there and Bill Rabinowitz, from the Columbus Dispatch, asked him a question about winning the Big Ten Conference and beating Ohio State. And I believe when Jim Harbaugh realized the question was coming from an Ohio State writer, you already know he's going to feel some type of way on the inside, and it showed on his face when he was up on the podium. If you follow me on Twitter, I shared a quick link, a quick video, a short video, of this here, of this sequence, a uh, portion when Harbaugh was speaking that somebody else that was there recorded and then put on Twitter when Harbaugh was talking. And Jim Harbaugh was asked a question about winning the Big Ten and beating Ohio State. Two things he has not done during his tenure at the school up north. Jim Harbaugh started start talking, and you could tell that he was kind of uncomfortable, but he was kind of fired up, and he didn't want to. He was being very, very careful with the words that were coming out of his mouth to describe his feeling about that question. In his statement, he did say Ohio. He didn't say Ohio State. He said Ohio, and then he said uh, Columbus. You know, the, the the your hometown. Talking to Bill Rabinowitz, and then he said Michigan State's our rival. These are all things that are coming out of his mouth, replying to that question, and then he says. We're going to do it or die trying. You make a statement like that, it's going to make its rounds. Uh, uh, Barrett Salee from CBS Sports, who is down, I believe, at SEC Media Days. I follow him on a few social media sites, and he is one that even put that on his Instagram page because, you know, statements like that are what fuel college football. Statements like that are what people live for. We're going to do it or die trying. Jay is not going to go long and drawn out and to discuss what it is that will be happening and, well, what it's going to take for the team up north to win that thing, to for that statement to be the former, not the latter. But Harbaugh left everybody with a little bit more to talk about. Kevin Warren made a statement that seemed a little odd to numerous people there, but that may be how he lives his life. Jay can't say yes or no to that because Jay does not know him personally. Let's step away very, very quickly. When we come back, we will highlight and discuss um, a little preview for day two of Big Ten Media Days. And Jay has five questions for Mr. Ryan Day. But first, check this out. Did you know the Bill Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is literally a flavor for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're definitely missing out. Coconut and cherry barcia and raspberry and mint brownie, double chocolate and salted caramel and strawberry and orange. 
cookies and cream, which is ultimately one of my favorites, and even German chocolates. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the friendly promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and it's all one word, and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to Built.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If this is your first time listening or watching Locked On Buckeyes, I want to say welcome. Or if it's your first time in a long time, Jay wants to say welcome back. No matter if it's your first time or first time in a long time, I am thoroughly excited that you are here. Remember, go to the YouTube page, YouTube search Locked On Buckeyes. Hit that subscribe button trying to continue to grow, grow organically the YouTube channel with the help of everybody listening or everybody watching right now. If you are an audio-only listener of podcasts, that's normally my way that I listen to shows, listen to podcasts, even if they even if they are on the YouTube, subscribe there, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your fine podcasts or youtube.com slash locked on Buckeyes to make it simple. Hit that subscribe button. Really appreciate it. Even if you go to wkyc.com, not trying to leave you out. We are grateful for you as well. Day one down. Day two is going to start at 11 a.m., I believe, Eastern Standard Time with seven more Big Ten football coaches taking the podium. The list of those coaches in order. They all get 15 minutes each to address the media via the Q&A session. Now, there are more podium availability times that are later. All of those will be, um, they, like I said, they have tables and chairs set up in, on the field that are aside from the Q&A session area of the, of the stadium where coaches, players can address the media and can get answered or can answer more questions that people ask them. Here are Here is the order of coaches that will be speaking at Big Ten Media Days. I believe this will be broadcast on the Big Ten Network. Greg Shiano will be first, followed by Mel Tucker, then Kirk Ferentz, then Tom Allen, Paul Christ, Jeff Brom, followed up by Ryan Day, which will be from 12.30 p.m. Eastern to 12.45 Eastern time. Ryan Day will also be at his podium from 3.30 to 4.30. I will be there trying to uh, get all that I can. The Ohio State players will be addressing the media at their podiums from 1.15 to 2.15 Eastern Standard Time on today. There are three Ohio State players that will be there representing the Ohio State University for to be among the players that are representing each school. Defensive end Zach Harrison, 
offensive tackles there. Mumford, one of the most seasoned linemen, offensive linemen in the Big Ten Football Conference, as well as tight end Jeremy Ruckert. It was supposed to be, originally it was going to be Chris Olave, but they made a switch this week, earlier this week. I'm not sure exactly why the switch was made, but Ruckert, Harrison, and Mumford will be the three athletes representing the Ohio State University. Day one was fun. Got a lot of notes. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be trying to do as much as I can as far as tweeting out things during during um, the Q&A session so you're knowing what the coach is saying. Um, you'll get context with the, with, the, with, the, with the statement and quote as well. So it's not just, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. There will be some substance to that as well. So you're getting a lot of knowledge, a lot of information in regards to what's going on inside Lucas Oil Stadium. Just like yesterday at this portion of the show, there were five questions that Jay had for Mr. Kevin Warren, and Jay has five questions as well for Mr. Ryan Day. I believe Ryan Day is putting a spot that he's still going to be the, he is the leader, the number one coach in the conference, number one team in the conference, a team in the conference that's projected to be in the playoff once again. So the questions I, I, I have for Ryan Day, they'll be different than what I would have for Harbaugh or for Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, or for Jeff Brom at Purdue, or Tom Allen at Indiana. These are different questions because these are very specific to the type of coach and the program that Mr. Ryan Day is currently running right now. First question I have, at least just in, this is in no order, that's first thing on my paper. What have you learned about each quarterback during the offseason, during this year's quarterback competition we have talked about jack miller the third we have talked about cj Stroud. we have talked about kyle mccord the freshman the newcomer i am very curious what ryan day has learned about them and even himself during this quarterback competition that he's going through for the very first time as he had coach at the ohio state university the very next Question, how has the growth and adjustment gone for DeMario McCall and Gee Scott Jr. as they change positions? McCall going to the defense, uh, Scott Jr. going to tight end from wide receiver. Now, one still on offense, one is on the opposite side of the ball. The one on offense is going to cause a change. Got to bulk up and wait and hopefully keep as much speed as you can. Uh, Got to learn a, a different play. Got to learn a different position. You're not standing up. You will be in a three-point stance. You're going to be blocking guys that sometimes are 50 pounds heavier than you. Yes, these are things that happen at the tight end position that aren't happening at the wide receiver position. Very curious how Ryan Day views and assesses the alterations of these players positions that has taken place this offseason as well McCall I think McCall the is very very he's he has a talent not sure why the the train now he he has he has talent not the talent he has talent I know there's talent at Ohio State that's better than him I wonder also will he be utilized in the return game because I think that's one space that he can be utilized very very well. That's also as well as special teams. I know going to the defense is something that he's trying to do to simply go on the field, but going to special teams and even going to, even going to um, the return game, I think that'll be very very wise for him right now. Another question for Mister Ryan Day. Now this is something that I didn't mention earlier about Kevin Warren, but he made a comment, and I it's another question I have for Ryan Day. What's Ohio State's protocol for the COVID? You may be saying, Jay, it's a conference thing. Well, Kevin Warren said, let me go to my notes very quickly. Should have had this already out. He made a, a statement. 
that the conference, the conference, excuse me, if I if I went away, went away from the mic, the conference decentralized the COVID situation and stated that I got it on June 6, 2021. The conference voted to create a decentralized process for COVID-19. The schools will send protocol info to the conference as the Big Ten finalizes protocols for the season. The season is 37 days away, now 36, as we're recording, as this show is out on Friday. In early August, the schools will have to report their COVID protocols to the conference, and then the conference will finalize what their final plan of action is. So I'm asking Ryan Day, probably in a little different question he would have thought he would have been asked, when he first took over as the head coach at the Ohio State University, this is very, very pertinent because are you going to get tested? Is testing going to be every single day? Will it be a few days a week? Will it be different for vaccinated versus unvaccinated individuals? Um, what is the player's responses maybe in regards to the protocols that are in place? I won't go as far as to say like uh, I heard saw DeAndre Hopkins made a statement about COVID in the NFL. I'm not going to go that route, but I'm just curious like what is the protocol Maybe how has he responded? How, was, how have the players responded? So on and so forth. Two more questions for Ryan Day. What challenges does name image like this provide for the players? And how do you think the players will handle these new challenges that are right in front of them? Then last but not least, what has been the reaction among players about college football playoff expansion? Those last, well, the one about NIL, there's one individual, I don't know his name, but he asked as many coaches as he could during the Q&A session about NIL and what their approach is, the response, um, their thoughts, all of those things. And then the playoff expansion, Kevin Warren stated he's trying to do, he's trying to talk to the right people, consult to the right people to make sure if expansion happens, it happens at the right time and it happens at a time that he thinks it's right. Okay, great. Okay, Kevin Warren, that's fine. All right, great. Consult, do all that stuff. But as we also see, there have been coaches, there have been, no, there have been players that have different thoughts than the adults in the room who are making the decision, which is often normal. The adults in the room want to expand. Also, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, maybe this whole time he's been talking about behind closed doors, expanding to the playoff, being a part of that group, maybe he knows in his back pocket eventually. We might get Texas and Oklahoma, which already puts us at an upper advantage one more time, two very prestigious programs in college football, and they're probably going to get the nod a lot of times to be in the playoff. What is what is the player's response to that at Ohio State? That's a question for Mr. Ryan Day. Simply very, very quickly, when we come back, we will highlight and we will discuss who Jay thinks the QB1 will be at Ohio State in the fall. But first, check this out. Welcome back, everybody, and let's wrap up today's episode here of Locked On Book Guys, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. The QB competition is ramped up, it's heating up. It is July 23rd. It is a Friday, a feel-good Friday. And how about we feel good about discussing the possibility of Miller Third, Stroud, or McCord being QB1 at Ohio State? Like I mentioned earlier, one thing I highlighted with Miller the third that he does very, very well, very, very well, is a read option game. Now he does other things well. He can read and react like all the other quarterbacks. But I do I do think that his read option game is very, very good in a way that he's able to process things pre-snap to post-snap. When it comes to CJ Stroud, 
he has the tools to be a very, very good quarterback, just like all of these all these guys do. Stroud is very good in the intangible game. Not saying the other guys are not good in the intangible game, but as you watch C.J. Stroud, either the Elite 11 camp that he was at, either during the spring game, either during his high school career, his highlights, or if you went to a game or two when he was playing high school football, you saw the intangibles that he has in his game they're really, really good. They're next level. And then Kyle McCord, we highlighted and hinted and really put a spotlight and a focus on the arm that he has, that he possesses, how prolific, how efficient, how amazing the arm is that he has his arm talents. Something you don't normally see all of the time, especially from somebody that is his age. Mr. Mr. Let me think. I always oh, escaping me right now. Mr. McCord, I like what you bring to the table. Not sure how I how I escaped his name. His his name escaped my memory and my mind, but I just said it a few times prior to that. But I do believe it's a 1A, 1B, 2 type of situation for the depth chart for to be the competition. Who, who's going to win the competition at Ohio State to be the head, no, to be QB1, not head coach. My mind's all over the place. It's been a very long day to be QB1 at the Ohio State University. Number two, I do believe with the 1A, 1B, 1A, 1B, 2 scenario, I believe two is going to be Jack Bogle third. I do believe he will be on the outside looking in, and this is not due to his performance in the spring game. I think he was behind the eight ball even in the spring game as well. 1B, I do believe, will be Kyle McCord. 1A will be C.J. Stroud. I do believe C.J. Stroud will be QB1 at the end in the fall. Honestly, I do believe his intangibles, as gifted as McCord is, I do think that Mr. C.J. Stroud will be QB1. But I also do believe two things. One, this competition is way closer than a lot of people think. And two, I would not be surprised if at the end of fall camp, that bad boy gets flip-flopped and Ohio State is starting a true freshman week one against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Guys, this has been fun, a lot of fun. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at jsteven07 because we'll be documenting and going through and highlighting things that are going on at day two of the Big Ten Media Days. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. The weekend's here. It's Friday. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy it. And while we're enjoying the Friday, the feel-good Friday, the weather that's hopefully going to be nice outside, make sure you spend time to check out the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked One and Odyssey. It is featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts, Brian Scalabrini, and former general manager, Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.